What is going on? What is going on? Welcome back to another podcast episode of Car Sales 101. Uh, I think this is episode 89. It's been a while, <laughs> probably about a month. A um, couple guys, a couple people have hit me up on a, a instant message or private message and DMs and stuff like that. Wondering if I was going to record another podcast or if I was over with. But guys, you know I wasn't going anywhere. I've just been real busy at work. Um, doing some um, training and just all sorts of stuff. But guys, just wanted to let y'all know I am back. I'm going to try to be more consistent, but the hard thing is is it's a little bit different being back at the old dealership I was at. So anyways, if y'all want to know how to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at TNTDad2728. Um, you can follow me on Facebook, Tony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E, and follow me on Instagram. No, I did say Instagram. Follow me on LinkedIn, Tony, in parentheses, Anthony, last name, Story. Okay. Now, with that being said, if you get good value and content out of this podcast, please give me a five-star review. I truly appreciate that. Um, I typically um, just do this for the passion. Just let y'all know, I'm still getting sponsored by the Anchor app, but like I said, it doesn't make tons of money, so I'm not doing it for that reason. Um, But with that being said, Guys, I truly appreciate y'all for listening. Listening. So if you do get good value and good content out of this podcast, please share it with other people. Um, two things. Well, I'm going to hit on one thing. I'm going to see if it leads into anything else. But guys, you know, I, I typically don't record a podcast unless I have information to give y'all or to provide some valuable, valuable content, okay? Now, with that being said, man, there's just, there's, being back at the old, my old dealership and being at the places that I've been, you know, there's a lot of simple things that you can do that um, could add value. Um, one of those, I'm going to start probably at the beginning of next year. Um, but as of right now, uh, I, don't, I don't have the platform laid out or anything like that. And I've been working on our dealership's website. So, and a lot of other things within our dealership, like workflows, so on and so forth. Um, because, you know, I think, uh, I, so give you all an idea. I uh, went and did this cultural index uh, survey to kind of find out what my personality is. I would say it almost nailed me spot on, but the other thing is, is that, um, you know, it taught me a lot about myself, like how my personality is, um, how to manage those personalities around me. Um, you really can't build a perfect um, salesperson. But the one thing I did learn is, um, and I'll get y'all, I'll get that, get into that maybe in this podcast or might, might get into another one. But the one thing is, is that, you know, you all have to, we all have to learn how to, we kind of all need to learn our personalities. That's a main thing. Um, because we need to learn how, what our strengths and what our weaknesses is, weaknesses are. Um, and my personality is that, uh, man, what is it? Um, a technician. And basically what that means is that, you know, you can give me a, a, an idea and, and I can come up with it, but also that um, I'll, I'll get all the details of it pretty much um, down, but not perfectly because, you know, it is what it is. But with that being said, my personality means that I'm, I'm gas and brake at the same time. So even though I want to reach for the stars, I put my foot on the brake um, all, all throughout the time that I'm going for it. But... You know, that's one thing I needed to know because whenever I sit there and I manage people, it also helps me in that aspect too. So not to get too much into that, probably going to do that here a little bit later in the podcast. But um, one of the things that I kind of wanted to review and touch base with guys, you know, answering internet leads or even uh, customers that come in the dealership. Uh, Far too often, um, 
we try to communicate in old traditional ways. And what are those old traditional ways? By phone, right? We make phone calls. Um, and you and I both know that we can make over 50 phone calls a day uh, and probably only get somebody on the phone five times. So 10% penetration rate, 10% penetration ratio on that. Now, what if we reverse that, right? And, and I'm a huge, I'm an avid believer of this. And we actually did it through video. And, and you asked me, well, how do you do that? Well, so for instance, if you have e-leads or I think um, some, of the, some of the other CRMs, you always have that ability to do video. So what that means is you gotta think outside the box. Um, and the thing is, I, I'm, I don't know if I fully covered this whenever I did internet leads um, and how to answer them, but you also gotta do it um, virtually when the customer buys a vehicle too. So for instance, how could you do this, okay? So let me give you all the bare basics of this because I know for a fact that I sometimes talk as if people um, are all technologically savvy like I am and that can do a lot of things and stuff like that. But what the thing is, is that you have to either, one thing is you can go onto YouTube. If you have a Gmail account, you can go onto YouTube and start creating YouTube videos. Now, I think there's three different ways you can do those videos where they're public, private, and you can share them with a group. So if you wanna make the videos private and you wanna share it with just somebody specifically that you send it to, that's always very easy to do. So for instance, if you have an inbound internet lead, right, and you want to create a video that um, every time the customer sends in an internet lead um, that, they, that you answer with this video, um, you could do that one of two ways. You could use the CRM and use their video thing. The only thing is, is with using theirs, you have to record a video each time. And sometimes that memory gets full or you, it just doesn't work because the app's not always updated as frequently as Apple updates their programs or softwares or whether, whether you may own an Android or whatnot. So with that being said, sometimes, sometimes creating your YouTube channel um, it's very easy, very simple. Don't, don't overthink it. You can YouTube on how to create your YouTube channel, but create your YouTube channel and just do an introductory video. You know, sometimes we sit there and we, we write out this long text of this great email and typically you like me, we kind of short, we, we um, um, go through it and we skim what we read real quick and we don't always get the, what, we, what we're trying to get out of that. But one thing is with video, you get almost all the emotion, all the content out of it um, whenever the customer opens it up and sees it. So for instance, if a customer is gonna sit there and they say they send you an internet inquiry, you know, one of the videos you could do, um, and I would just do it holding it, I wouldn't do anything too um, cinematic or you have to have cameras here, there, and everything like that. But you know, you could do something very um, simple, very easy, hold the phone up to you and then say, hey, this is, and this is how I typically would do it. Hey, this is Tony Story, you know, at Legacy Ford. Uh, I'm one of the sales managers here. Uh, you know, first and foremost, I wanna thank you for your internet inquiry. If you can, just give us a few minutes. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go through the details of what you're looking for and what you're trying to accomplish um, by reaching out to us. And if I'm one of very of multiple dealerships that you've reached out to, I just wanna give, I just wanna, first of all, thank you for that opportunity. But with that being said, let me just go through this uh, email real quick. Uh, or this internet inquiry and I'll get back to you with the information that you requested. If you'd like to reach out to me and you uh, don't want to wait for me, you can always contact me at my phone number and my email address and make sure you clearly state that, the, state that in the video. If you want to be a little bit more high speed, you can create animated links in the um, YouTube video if you'd like to. If not, don't worry about it. It's not that hard. Um, but other than that, that's what I would do and I would let them know I'll get back to them very shortly. And that would be the first video, okay?
Another thing is, is you know, um, when you do find that particular vehicle, so for instance, if they're, if they're sitting there looking for a particular vehicle on your lot, and this is a good way to use a CRM, or you can use text messaging. Now, please understand though, when you text message, because of privacy issues and stuff like that, you need to text out of your CRM. The reason why is because uh, it saves you from privacy issues. Um, that way information isn't being shared. It can also be tracked so that if you, or if you're not skating somebody, um, um, you won't be skated, you know what I'm saying? So that way it, it kind of makes it easy. The other thing is um, why I would do videos and why I would make videos is that you're gonna be doing everything that all the other salespeople aren't doing. I had to take a drink of water real quick. Um, a lot of your salespeople out there won't take the time or the effort to create that video um, for their customer. And so, you know, we all, I, I always think about it this way, guys. Whenever you're sitting there and you are inquiring about something or you're talking to somebody like on AT&T or um, whoever it may be, the only reason why I use certain companies because I'm so familiar with them, but when you contact AT&T or um, the, the service hotline of, of whoever it may be, for instance, you know, the other day I had to call Plantronics because I run with some Bluetooth headset devices. The reason why... Um, it's so important to do video is whenever you're contacting and, and talking to that person, you're usually faceless. So for instance, when an internet inquiry is sent in, if you don't put a picture of yourself, make a video of yourself, you're this faceless, unemotional guy, right? Or this person, girl, whatever it may be. So when you put yourself in the video portion of it and, you, and you're sending it to the customer, what are you doing then at that point? You're making yourself be seen in front of the customer. You're making yourself prevalent, relevant in front of the customer, and that way they know who you are. So they know that, that you are a normal person. So, so many times that you, we always get mad at the, the customer, but there's no emotion behind the email as there is behind the video. You can only write so good a copyright, and you can only transfer so good of uh, emotion in the words that you write, but man, when you do that video and you're showing your face and, you're, and, you're, and, and who you are, that's when the emotion comes through and that's when customers can relate to that more than often. And the thing is, they can relate to you because they actually see you. So if you have a customer, you know, for instance, if I'm bald and um, I'm growing my, ba my um, facial hair for No Shave November, um, they can relate to me a little bit more. And you know, you can always talk about your family or you can talk about the dealership or stuff like that. And that way it makes you more and more relevant to the customer um, um, that you're talking to. So um, before I go any further, guys, uh, I'm gonna get into a little bit more deeper dive of how to um, respond to internet leads and how to um, have the communication that you need. But give me one second, there's gonna be the sponsor. I think it's the Anchor App sponsor. If not, I think I'm trying to get, there's another one. I can't remember what it is. But guys, just give me a few, give me one minute, just listen to the sponsorship real quick and then I'll get back with y'all. All right, guys, I am back. So, oh man, a lot of content, man. I can't even, I can't even keep, it all, keep it all in me. Um, but anyways, long story short is, getting back to the video portion of what it is that we do, or why, the reason why you do it. So, like I told y'all before the uh, um, ad or the sponsor, that basically the reason why you do this is to make yourself seen and make yourself relatable to the customer, okay? 
Now the other, now once you've done all that and you've and, you, and you've laid the groundwork, if you're, if the customer is looking at a specific vehicle on your lot, what could you do? You could take that video, whether it be text message, email, and you could walk around that vehicle for them. Hey, Mr. Customer, this is the F one fifty, or this is the um, Hyundai that you were that you inquired about. That's on our pre owned lot. Um, what I'd like to do is kind of give you a quick little walk around, glance at the vehicle. Uh, shouldn't take too long, maybe about a minute, but I just want to show you some of the key features. Blah, 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 walk around, tell some things. You can hold it all yourself and do it real easy. And then at the end of it, I would sit there and you can kind of cut, throw a couple things out. Hey, if you'd like to come in for a test drive, uh, I'd be more, more than happy to facilitate you. Um, if not, the other thing is I can take the test drive to you because you seem like you might be a pretty busy person. So I'd love to bring that vehicle to you. And those that's what I would make the next step to be, okay? All right, now after that, if they haven't got a hold of you or whatever it may be or whatnot, you can make videos for that. Hey, I can't catch you on the phone. Hey, where are you at in the buying process? You know, all sorts of stuff that you can, that you can do in order to make yourself um, more seen by the customer. And it's just, it's just all that stuff you can do. So now the other thing is you can also do it if they're looking to trade their vehicle and say, hey, Mr. Customer, I know that you uh, inquired about possibly trading your vehicle in. What I'd like to do is provide y'all with, uh, I'm gonna provide you with a link in this email. That way you can get a um, uh, estimated offer of what your vehicle's worth. The only thing we have to do is do a condition report on your vehicle um, to give you the final number. So one or two things, we can cut you a check for the vehicle and you can go take that cash elsewhere or you can trade it in with us and we'll get you into a new vehicle. And those are all the different videos you could do, okay? So guys, kind of what I want to recap before I move on, um, you know, don't be afraid to make a video of yourself, okay? When you are, when a customer does put an inquiry in, when you do put a video out there, it makes yourself more familiar with the customer, it makes yourself uh, seem more relatable. They actually know who to ask for and it minimizes if you're gonna get scanned at the dealership. Also, when you are making the videos, make them based on what you would reg regularly send out in your regular emails. So if you're gonna send out, hey, can't get a hold of you, make a video, hey, can't get a hold of you. Well, the, there's two different ways you could do it. And those two different ways are using YouTube and you can create your own video line if you'd like to, or you can do it via um, the CRM. Now, the difference between YouTube and CRM is the YouTube channel that you make you can make it and make it various for all the customers that are out there, okay? So it, does, it just doesn't have to be one customer, it can be all customers. Um, so I'd highly recommend that you make a series of YouTube videos, create your email templates, put those videos in there, and then that would make it very easy. The other thing you can do is you can do it through your um, CRM. So if you do not have that availability or function through your CRM, make sure you get with your GM, your GSM, um, or whoever it is, your internet director, and make sure that they have the ability or they can um, get with the CRM that you use, whether it be eLeads, uh, VIN, I can't remember them all, Dealer Stocket, um, VIN Solutions. All of them should have a, a ready available video feature, okay? So guys, do not be afraid to do that. Make sure, um, the other thing is, make sure you're speaking clearly in your videos. When you are talking, don't be afraid to make a video of yourself, but watch that video back and replay it. And I know we all hate to do that. Uh, it almost makes us sick to our stomach, but watch that video back. Make sure you're not saying anything wrong. Make sure you look good in what you do and make it real easy, okay? Which is gonna lead us into the next step later on um, at the beginning of the year when I start making my own website and stuff like that to be uh, more out there to the customer and things like that. But. One thing I kind of don't want to touch on is I also want to touch on management for a little bit 
and getting to know your personalities um, before we uh, wrap this podcast up. So, because um, I was really excited about it. Um, whenever I got done, um, when I, about two weeks ago, I went off to uh, Dallas-Fort Worth, not Dallas-Fort Worth, it was San Antonio, and I went into this um, training on cultural, on culture indexes and how to know your personalities and how to learn personality, right? And so everybody that uh, I was in the room with, um, there was another salesperson in, in our service, or there was another sales manager that works at the dealership, dealership, and there was our service manager. But other than that, everybody else in there wasn't in the automotive industry. And so, you know, when I sit there and I started, we were trying to sit there and explain to them how a sales process works, okay? Um, and it was kind of interesting because, you know, it kind of opened up your eyes. And I've always been a huge fan of this. Uh, not a lot, not all, not everybody agrees with me. But when you are um, uh, in the automotive industry, it's almost like we almost recycle the same information over and over again. And we never bring an outside source, whether it be the hotel industry, um, the retail industry, the, the, the retail clothing industry, restaurant industry or whatnot. And I always thought it, I always thought of it as very interesting because... You know, having an outside source looking in instead of us within the business regurgitating the same information. And, you know, it might be something as simple as saying, well, why don't you do that? Um, whenever somebody from the outside the automotive industry is looking at our, our industry, um, it, it sometimes is, is that simple. Just somebody going, oh, that doesn't make any sense to me, but what if you did this? And so the reason why I'm leading this conversation up to this is most of the people that we were there with um, were pop property managers. Um, now, do I know exactly what that profession is? I do not, but um, I guess they, run, they, they manage their properties or whatnot. Um, the thing is, is we started talking about what a salesperson does. And so to us, they should encompass all things, right? All of us that are in the automotive industry, they should encompass all things. They should be uh, killers on the phone. They should be killers um, when they meet face to face. They should be product knowledge experts. Um, they should know how to work a database and a CRM like nobody else. Um, they should be able to work all the little different um, things that we use, websites, tools that we use. And, you know, that's not always the case. You know, and as we were starting to explain this to people um, in our class, it was very interesting because we almost started explaining three different jobs. And so you're looking, and everybody's listening to me like, well, yeah, we have to wear several hats. And I do agree with you. I do, I truly agree with everybody that I think most salespeople in the automotive industry should wear multiple hats. Now, what does that mean for uh, you? It doesn't mean that you have to be great at all those hats. And for instance, when we started explaining those to the other people that were in the class with us, they started understanding uh, I started understanding is that, man, you know, I, we, try to find, we try to sometimes take a customer, a salesperson that's hella good on the floor and we try to make them an internet salesperson. And that's not always the case because the reason why is because there's some of our personalities that are not good at follow-up, that are not good at attention to detail, but yet we force that person to do that. But when they're in front of a salesperson, because we obviously think they're the best, best salesperson we have, we think this guy's going to be our best internet salesperson. And that's not the case. The, the, the thing is, is, that salesperson that's really good in front of the customer, he, he lights them up every time. What if that internet salesperson that's not so good at, this, at the customer, bring, or, or facing the customer face-to-face, -face, um, we just brought the customer in and introduced him to the guy that killed it every time. Now, 
trust me, I, I think about this, about pay plans and stuff like that, and how would you diversify that? But that's the things that came to mind, and it, and it just piqued my interest. Of, and y'all can hit me up on this. I completely, I'd appreciate it. But do you think that we should create one position that does it all, or do you think we should create three positions, and do we see how those positions work within them? You know, is this, because most of the time, I always think of as an internet salesperson as somebody being very process-orientated, somebody that can answer a phone, somebody that can do stuff through, it, through the CRM that most people can't, that doesn't really need a lot of hands-on attention, and that can, you know, price their own vehicles, that can create their own email templates. That's what I see an internet salesperson is doing, and setting their own tasks and schedules up so that they are pretty much um, on their own and they don't need me a lot. The only reason they need me is if it becomes a heat issue or whatnot and they need me to get involved. But other than that, they should be almost their own business and taking care of that. And so that's, that's where you know, it'll, it, 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 it opened my eyes to the fact why I think so much in the automotive industry that we sit there and we hire people thinking that they can do the whole spectrum of everything. And that's not the case. Not every salesperson can do the whole spectrum of everything. And I think now, is that an excuse for some salespeople not to have good follow-up? No, that's not the excuse. And that's the other thing. Doing that cultural index survey, I learned that, that you can't use what your personality is as a crutch um, for you not to be successful or for you not to do certain things. So for instance, you know, if you are an internet salesperson and you're good, but you know, your attention to details lacking, that's where you need to sit there and be a little bit stronger in that, in that aspect and that, that, that portion of your personality. And, and it's just those simple things that, you know, I learned while sitting there in training and just watching all this. And when I started telling them about this, you know, I think sometimes, um, and then another thing I kind of um, outlined, and I'll probably do uh, a bigger podcast on this. Guys, I am going way over here. So with that being said, I didn't realize I was going this long. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do another podcast. But guys, I love you. You know where to follow me at. Bye. Peace out. Completely peace out. Sorry I had to do that real quick, but I'm going to let you all go here shortly. I got to make this quick. Guys, if you want to follow me on Instagram, at TNTDad2728. Follow me on Facebook, Tony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E. On LinkedIn, um, Tony, in parentheses, Anthony, last name, Story. Guys, I love you guys. All right, so one thing you know I'm going to leave you all with. Uh, we all win we all win, so share this with everybody if you can. The other thing is uh, this could be the hardest five-figure business or the easiest six-figure business. It's up to you. Guys, I love you, and I'm going to do another podcast episode next Wednesday. Peace. Love you guys.